welcome to episode 160 of the Loco Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. John, how's it going, man? Uh, it's alright. It was a not terrible day, even though I had to do yard work. Well, I didn't have to. I did it out of the kindness of my own heart. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I, I was offered $20 and I turned it down. Okay. Were you like, I'm an adult, not a 12-year-old? <laughs> like... <laughs> Well, no, no. My my reasoning was, if you give me money, I'll feel like I'm working, and I hate working on my days off. Yeah, I hear you there. <laughs> so, like, I'll do it as, like, community service. I won't do it as a job. Uh, funny. I mean, I'm, you know. I'm, I'm weird, and that's how I roll. Yeah, I had to do some of that too today, but otherwise, it was basically me and my wife sitting around playing Animal Crossing all day. <laughs> Does she have her own Switch now? No. Okay. So she's playing it on mine. Yep. And then I'm, uh, so she has her own profile. And then you can play uh, Couch Co-op on it. Okay, you can do Couch Co-op on yeah, Animal Crossing. Yeah. That's kind of sweet. It is pretty sweet, actually. I like how excited your wife is about Animal Crossing. I know, right? Has, like... she, start, has she started asking people for their turnip prices yet? No, she that's, has not. That's we, apparently we, a big meme, so... Yeah, we just got to this, like... So, I, I know it's serious now, because she just got to the point of, um, uh, well, we both did. Like, I've been kind of, like, slow-rolling things, because, like, this is, like, more, like, her experience and stuff like that, because she's not a big, you know, video gamer by any means. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, she's really taken to this. But, like, uh, I knew it got serious when she was looking up the prices of, the, like, vend prices of, like, fish and bugs and stuff. <laughs> On, on her phone so she could like optimize trips to like different to like the like random islands when she was getting stuff <laughs> that is insane yeah, to so. be fair if she does something she does it seriously yeah she does not half-ass so, shit I, I've, I've said before like if she wanted to she could be probably better than both of us at magic oh yeah like if if she if she really want like if that was something that really caught her and everything, there's a lot mm -hmm. of things she could be better at. That's like life. She could be better at if she just, yes, she could have like, she's, the, she's the person who like went back to like school to finish her AA and was like, ah, I need two credits. What should I take? Oh, let's do chemistry. And like, <laughs> it's just ace to the class. Like yeah. with like no work and stuff like that. She's like, yeah, this stuff just makes sense to me. <laughs> like, so it's like, if she didn't hate school so much, she'd like, I could see her being like, she talked about like going back and doing like farm tech. I'm like, yeah, you could do that easy. Like, you know, if you wanted and stuff like that. She's like, yeah, I just don't want to. Like, so like a really good mind for things like that. So I'm going to, I'm going to say something like, you okay. know, that I consider you to be an intelligent person, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I know you are intelligent mm -hmm. and all that stuff. There's like a statistic where like the large majority of women tend mm -hmm. to, be in relationships with men that are less intelligent than them. Oh, and yeah, I, I, I think hands down, your wife proves that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so there's that, there's that thing. I don't remember what, I think it was from like how I met your mother or something like that. Some show or something like that where there's like, there's in a relationship, there's always a settler and a reacher. Mm -hmm. Like somebody who's like settling for it and somebody who's reaching. I'm the reacher. Easy. I've said that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I know, like, I am totally okay with this. But like, yeah. I'm like, you know, but yeah. I, I, I also don't think my I don't know I tell I tell her all the time but um uh, I don't think she believes me sometimes with how much 
I respect and appreciate her, but <laughs> I think it's <laughs> fascinating. Or, or she's just like, you're being stupid. I'm like, no, I'm not hundred percent serious. <laughs> it's kind of fascinating to me that like the amount of time that we have just given your wife props for so many things. She will never listen to these podcasts. No. Well, I, so like, uh, so I'm, I don't remember, remember on one day we had a bonus episode or something like that where we talked and we're like, who's the best gamer in our gaming group? And we're like, oh, easy. It's her. Yeah. Like, and I told her that one day and she's like, what like <laughs> she's like no no way i don't think that at all like she's like uh, she's like i have no idea what i'm doing and just kind of like i'm like no you, you just crush it like don't you get it that's the thing she's not she's not the best you know gamer in the sense of she's like abusing the game mechanics she's the best gamer in the sense of rping she's the best person at playing her character and everything yeah and stuff like, like that she's, she's just phenomenal yeah so i don't think she yeah it's it's just her self-doubt that's all it is <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so but enough of things being we'll talk enough talk about things being awesome let's talk about awful things now <laughs> i i personally for basically everything that happens so okay sorry i just had a weird bug apparently i have a weird bug in my keyboard and that makes me feel really uncomfortable right now like an actual living insect yeah just walking around <laughs> yeah i know i'm just like uh, what do i have in my keyboard Sorry, Actually, that, that, it out, no? that reminds me. I keep being I like, it wasn't I like should, a pill I bug or something because that would really worry me. I mean, there's a keyboard that's a lot of nasty shit that gets inside them. Yeah, now I have to pop the keys off this thing, but for another time, all right. <laughs> <laughs> just do that in the middle of recording. Just uh, okay. whatever. Since we're it's off like... to such a, a good start here, we were on a good start. I mean, you know. <laughs> uh... If anybody's looking for to sponsor an incredibly professional podcast, look somewhere hey, else. <laughs> we are like three years running on this shit. We're serious business. Yep. yep. That's true. <laughs> All right. Cool. Magic. S serious business. Serious business. So magic did things. Yes. All right. We, Ian Duke. We, we talk about this. Right. Ian Duke, the harbinger of devastation for all magic formats. Yes. I wonder why it's his job. Like, Maybe he him. gets some good graces because we do his brother. Yeah. They're <laughs> like we can't we can't hate him too much. He's 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 literally like half read. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. But yeah, so everybody knew stuff was coming. Magic did things. All right, let's. <laughs> I'm just going to let you run with this. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So do we stand with the errata for the first time in God knows how long? Do we start there? Um, I I'll let you start where you want, man. I think All you right. have, I think you probably have um, uh, pulled out the soapbox and climbed up on it in preparation right. faster than I have. So. We'll start top to bottom then. Okay. New companion rule. They did not ban all the companions. They did not. Uh, once per game, anytime you could cast a sorcery during your main phase when the stack is empty, you can pay three generic mana to put your companion from your sideboard into your hand. This is a special action, not an activated ability, i.e. this functions the same as morph. It cannot be responded to. It cannot be stopped. It just happens. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I am of so the. That's, inter that's interesting because if they so like supposedly I'm playing my Luris deck and I have six mana, I can cast Luris before you can do anything to interact with my hand. Yes, because but technically, this... because technically I'd pay the three and enter my hand, and I would still have priority. Yes, but then you're spending six mana on your Luris in the course yeah. of a single turn. True, just saying, but. So this was a methodology that was being put around by the person I heard mention it was LSV, actually. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know where he heard it from. I don't know if he's the one who actually came up with the idea for it. But this is the one that just made the most sense to me that wouldn't completely destroy companions as a playable magic card. Yeah, um, as, a, as a mechanic. As a mechanic, right? Like, because all the cards are playable magic cards. Let's let's just yeah. be honest. Oh yes, they are. They are all one hundred percent main deckable. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, as a mechanic, it doesn't completely destroy destroy companion, which I really really like because I like the concept of companion as a thing. I do think this does kind of like shadow ban a lot of them in the sense that now their quotations not playable. Mm -hmm. Um, like in the normal sense of things. Uh, Obash is has only ever seen play in aggro decks. Yeah. Obash costing eight mana is not good enough for an aggro deck, right? Mm -hmm. um, there is a world actually where you kind of where if you go um, like maybe like big gruel or something like that, you can just kind of like curve talker with him, which could be really sweet. Yeah. Uh, it basically makes Luris almost unplayable in older formats, which almost. is probably like better it's, than anything it's probably for the better only because it keeps all the whiners from whining more <laughs> i'm i'm still of the opinion that there is no reason why there should not be sacred cows in older formats mm -hmm. right like there shouldn't be sacred cows in the sense of um there shouldn't be anything wrong with new cards coming in and shaking up the format. Like, I do think that you, we have said before that we are both very, very against banning of things. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think older cards should be banned any more than newer cards should be banned. I just think cards should just be let to function as they function. Mm -hmm. You know, that is how I approach things. I don't think legacy should be deemed as a, oh no, this format is being ruined by this. Legacy is, in my opinion, should basically be a casual format. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that's like really, really weird to say because Legacy is the second most expensive format in all of Magic. Mm -hmm. But Legacy, from my experience, is usually played by people playing the things that they want to play from throughout their history yeah. of Magic. And, and as you've said, the biggest the the biggest thing is Magic Online data. Yeah, <laughs> that is kind of. And Magic Online data is flawed. I don't care what anyone says. Okay. But. Yeah, like I, I do. Like, I think the worst defender for the current companions is Urian, and I think this probably affects the Urian decks the least amount because the decks are already nothing but like value trains. So yeah. having to pay an extra three mana is not as impactful against a deck like that. Mm -hmm, true. I mean, like I like, I like that you have to do something, and it makes you make a meaningful choice if you want to have this card there. It does. Like, it, also, I'll tell you, I was playing my heroic deck the other day. I cast Luris. <laughs> yeah, I, I got into a lot. Like, I mean, normally I wouldn't cast him regardless in that deck, but like, I got into a matchup where it was like a really long game, and 
you know, one turn I uh, paid three mana to put him in my hand, kept open some stuff for my other creatures, and then played him the next turn. Like, and I could have played him the same turn, but I had to, I wanted to keep open a protection spell. I think so. Yeah, understandable. But, but yeah, like you know, like and making those choices, like, well, do I just want to like, how do I want to spend my mana here? What am I doing? You know, it was, yeah, it was and, interesting, if nothing else. Yeah, and the this this basically fixes everyone's quotations problem with companions. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, it's just it's an uninteractable with card, you know. It's like all it's you know automatic card advantage, which it still technically is. Although, mm-hmm. like I've said before, the concept of card advantage is antiquated; it needs to be burned. It needs to be. It needs to be looked at with some amount of, yeah. Like, it needs to be reevaluated. How's it's that? A, it's a complex. It's a complex thing that is being simplified down to something. Is what yeah. it is, and people are like, only looking at the simplified piece of it. Is is in my opinion. They're only looking at the simplified piece, and they're only looking at the simplified piece when it benefits them. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't tell me one week that the London Mulligan is basically free, even if you go down two cards, and then tell me companions making you up one card is that big of an impact. Yeah, right. right? Those are two contradictory statements, whether you realize it or not. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, but this does allow you to use a discard spell or literally just add three to the mana cost of any of the companions, which I think is perfectly fair. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, this This also this also puts a, everyone to the test with their statement of, I would spend seven mana for a 2-2, or I would have a seven mana 2-2 companion with no other text in my sideboard, purely because there's a small percentage of games where it would matter. Here's your moment to prove that. Yeah, prove it. Go. Yep. Like <laughs> you literally have that option. Yep. Take it away. You can still play your Zerda companion in your, you know, uh mm-hmm. control deck with no actual creatures where you just spend uh or not Zerda, the Kalira. Mm-hmm. You can still play Kalira in your control deck with another companion as a six mana three two vigilance. Go for ha- it. Have at it. It's all mm-hmm. you. Yep. Now, it's like, despite if, if that sideboard slot's worth it. Yeah, like this. This is literally making people put their money where their mouth is, which makes me so happy. Yeah, right. So. It's just so like I don't know, like, and maybe maybe I'm just like hyper aware of it right now. But like, opinions on the internet are usually really awful, <laughs> like because of spoiler season. You're seeing it a lot right now. Um, yeah. But yeah, like so, it's just like people saying things like that. It's like I, I don't believe it. Like. You know, like even when Lur- like even when Luris was broken, air quotes, like we were sitting there just debating on like, you know, do we play that card in the Pioneer version of the deck as a companion? Like, is it good enough? Like, that was an actual discussion we had. Yeah, because you're... One on me, but like, because it's like I'd have to cut to fairy would be the thing. Yeah, and that's exactly the thing. There's no other companion that would make sense, but companion mm-hmm. is or Luris is good in heroic style decks. Yep. You know, being yeah. able to buy back your like running out of threats is the biggest problem with that deck. Being able to buy yeah. back your threat threats and himself being a threat is very very good. Mm-hmm. Teferi is the single greatest protection spell ever printed. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it basically just yeah, it's like three mana gods willing your creatures forever. Like <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, because if I can just play the straight attack and block game with that deck, I am winning for the most part. Yeah, but, yeah. So, like, I don't know. It's it'll be interesting to see how 
how many companions you still see running around. Yeah, like but... some of them are like like you know the Obash one, obviously, as you said, like that that restriction is real. Like I don't care what people say. Like only being able to play odd cards is something that matters. It is, especially in an aggro deck, yep. because you know you know what that means. You're not playing Embercleave. Yep, which is a that... good card. Embercleave. I have not played the Obosh red decks because I would rather play Embercleave. Yep. They both do very similar things. I feel as if I steal games a hell of a lot more with Embercleave. Oh yeah, you can just you can just steal games. Like people don't expect it. It's just like it's like people not get, expecting the raking claws from the heroic deck. Yep. You're just like getcha. Yeah. You're just like you're dead. <laughs> you you decided not to block. Like. <laughs> Good but, job. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm I am very interested to see how this shake out. I th- like this is an interesting solution to an interesting problem. I guess we'll say yes in general, but it's an interesting solution that doesn't impact things terribly much. Like mm-hmm. yes, it's a little weird. I don't actually know what the companion thing specifies. What does the actual companion mechanic list itself as? What do you mean? Uh... I don't have any magic cards on my desk. I don't know what world am I living in oh, right now. You want, to, you want to know what the text says on it right now? Yeah, what is the actual okay. text on a printed companion card? It says, companion. You're, so I have a, a Kruger right here. Right. Companion. Your starting deck contains only cards with converted or less. If this card is your chosen companion, you may cast it once from outside the game. That's what okay. It so it does actually change in the yep. sense you no longer... It does, it does actually... It is legitimate errata on the card that is yep. not on the printed card. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's and that was remind that little, last little piece was reminder text, but yeah, like which it it is altering stuff, but it's not like technically like it's not wrong. You can still cast it once from outside the game, kind of, but <laughs> kind of, yeah. But I mean, even even by that metric, most people are going to know about this change. The only people who mm-hmm. aren't going to are casual t- kitchen table players who probably are only playing companions because they're cool, anyways. Yeah, and it pr- and it probably wasn't a problem. So <laughs> nope. But all right, cool. All right. So that's companion changes. All righty. Uh-huh. All right, we had some we had some bans and suspensions. We had some bans and suspensions. So every card we name here that's banned is suspended in her st- historic. Yeah, Let's go with that. All right. Yeah. Hint: they, it's the same two cards. <laughs> yep. Uh, standard agent of treachery is banned. Fires of invention is banned. I would like it to be known that I called this shit. <laughs> I don't know if I actually said it on a recording of a podcast but i know i said it in the discord i called these exact two cards getting banned and actually the companion rule i think you said but after hearing it from lsv you're like i like this solution <laughs> yeah i did i i did technically say the companion rule but that was me stealing it from lsv so that wasn't my own thing obviously yeah. i literally called this entire update mm-hmm. pretty but, much but yeah so ancient of treachery is kind of bullshit Okay. But but it's only bullshit when you put it in play before turn seven. Like, I'm just gonna say there is a universe where this card is unplayable. There is. This card was unplayable for a decent amount of time. You're until, right, actually it totally until, was. Until people realized, oh, you can ramp into this. Yeah, and this even, is an M twenty card, you're right. This was the mirror breaker in uh, Simic Ramp Mirrors. 
people started sideboarding it. And they're like, what if I just main deck one or two? Yeah. Like, and then it took off. This card was stone unplayable until people started ramping it out. Oh my god. And then Watsy's like, you know what's sweet mechanic? Polymorph. Yeah, right. And then Luka happens. And people realize that if you have literally zero creatures in your entire deck, you'll always hit an agent of treachery. Yep. And Winota also happened, but I think Winota is much less abusive than Winota Luka. was. Winota was spin the wheel. I, Winota... like, I, I don't care what people say. Like Winota was was like huge spikes either direction. Yes. Like it was like either they just whiffed and bricked super hard, or they just stole everything on your entire board six times. Yeah. Like, and that's what it was. Like, there was no in between. Like, I don't know. And some of the problem with Winota too is, is like, I I saw a post about some dude bitching. They're like, "Yep, this is awesome. Like, magic is great right now." And it was um like turn four, they attacked with Winota and like stole his, like I think he just conceded or stole his land or something like that. But he was a he, he was playing an Esper deck and was and literally had no play before turn five. Yeah. <laughs> So whose fault is that? Yeah, and that was my Dorks. thought. I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, so literally, you are doing absolutely nothing, and you're mad because your opponent is actually playing a game. Maybe it was before turn four. He was on the play, and he had a board wipe or something like that in his hand. But he was literally just basically like his graveyard was empty, his exile was empty. It was just him playing lands on the battlefield, waiting to cast a four mana spell. Yeah. So like. So- there, there was an article, I don't remember when it was posted on SCG, but it was asking five different uh, magic personalities, basically about the bands. And yep. so many people, like, they asked the question, what is your favorite card in Ikoria? Three <laughs> of the five said Winota. Mm-hmm. Because Winota, I think Nick Miller put it the best. Mm-hmm. Winota is a card that has, it's literally spin-the-wheel variants, which a lot mm-hmm. of people's complaint lately has have been about a lack of variants, right? Yep. Winota requires you to play to the board. Mm-hmm. She's not a card that can just do her thing by herself. She needs other things to help her. She only triggers yeah. off non-humans. Mm-hmm. She has a really, really, really strict deck building requirement. You need yeah. non-humans to and trigger yeah. and then hit your humans, and they have to be mm-hmm. worth hitting. Like, yeah. Winota in and of herself is a fascinating magic card, and the, her, her oppressiveness was not was not herself it was the fact she was putting eight like potentially multiple agents of treachery in play on turn mm-hmm. four yeah you know or the version you know i was playing the four color version which could do it on turn three which is even yep. more stupid yeah and like a lot of it was i, I think some of it is too is it's like you know th- like there's a deck building restriction with her people yes. are awful at seeing deck building restrictions like a companion um but like because they people in general and this is just globe this is just in general not just magic people can only see the end result yes like so when you have a finished product people look at it and they're like oh yeah it couldn't have been any other way whereas before all of that all the stuff coming together to put it together there's a lot of choices somebody had to figure out a lot of this stuff somebody had to put this stuff together a lot of times there's you know the choices between two paths and you have to pick one and you know who knows what's down the other path like and i feel like people forget all about that it's the same thing with like delver like people always argue about the delver it's like well i guess blue just gets you know one mana three twos like 
know, I guess that's just a thing. Like, and like Rosewater always argues, he's like, he's like, there's a serious deck building restriction on this. You're putting a creature in a deck that needs to have a lot of spells in it. Like that is, you know, that means something actually. And like in older formats, when you can really do a bunch of things, it affects things. But people don't see that. Oh, you had to do a bunch of these things to get to this point. Yeah, like they just see, oh, we're at this. This this is just how it is. Like you know, it's it's not that you printed something that you had to actually like think about and jump through, and people had to figure out and blah blah. blah this it's like, oh, we just print, you know, one mana, three twos, and blue. Yeah, clear. Clearly, no one who complains about Delver in that regard has ever actually played Delver of Secrets. <laughs> right. Like yeah. it is an aggress- it is an aggressively costed creature designed mm-hmm. to be played in an aggro slash tempo deck. Mm-hmm. You know, by all intents and purposes, tempo is a variation of aggro. Yep. But you're not allowed to play other creatures to help it. Yeah, basically, right? Like, or very few if you yeah if you do. You know, there's a reason why Delver and Harmagoyf were best friends because they both mm-hmm. played really well together. Yep. But yeah, so like I don't know. That's just one of the problems I have, and that's how I see a lot of people looking at things with Winota mostly. Mm. Like they're just like, well, of course this is going to be broken. You have, you know, look at this deck. Obviously, you know, it's broken. Why couldn't they see this exact 75 cards being a problem when they were making this set? Like, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. a little. Clearly, uh, this is just the most perfect thing ever, and this is all the like, problems that ever existed in the right. world. I'm going to veer off to the side too. So, like, right. and one of the things that I like have had a real problem with lately is like, I mean, you've said it in the past about the whole. Well, I'm just going to play the most broken thing until it gets banned. Yep. Thing like, I feel like people just—it's it, so much easier for people to just copy and do the best thing like that it makes these problems worse than they actually are because yeah. it's like it's like oh man like i can't i can't deal with winota like what is uh, what is this Blah, yeah. it's like well they're playing a four drop and they have to interact with that like maybe i could like have early interaction shrug that's, i don't like that's, that's not allowed you can't play early interaction butcher Oh, okay. You you can't intentionally not cast any creatures on turn two just to hold open your petty theft so you can bounce the Winota in case they have it. So then the next turn you can essence scatter it because you don't you don't or because what was it? Uh, I was holding open petty theft just so I could like try and finagle things around because I didn't yet have counterspell to counter the Winota. Oh, I think I only had two mana, so I couldn't um, mystical dispute it. Yeah. So I needed to bounce it so I can mystical dispute it the next turn. But clearly, yeah. you can't reasonably do that because no. you're not doing things, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> see, like, and I'm just, like, sitting there going, it's like, okay, like, my opponent's, like, Winota, and I'm, like, Bark Harvest. <laughs> like, what are, <laughs> what are they doing, then? Like, yeah, you know? It's like, it's dead. Like, I, uh, like... I was just bitching about how Spark Harvest missed a ton of the like three mana cards that are like really good. It's like this is one of the things it hits and just shuts off. Like it's like okay. But like I mean that's an awful matchup for me anyways, because if they just hard cast an agent treachery is in a bad spot. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But like I don't know. Like I feel like instead of try like I don't know. Instead of trying to solve problems, people are just accepting the problem and, and it is driving me crazy. Like I I don't I don't get it. Like I, I don't get how people are just like, this is a problem, instead of looking at it and going, even if it's a completely ridiculous, 
super narrow inbred solution to the problem. Like, I would be okay with that. It's like, try it. It's like, you know, like fires and stuff and like agent are a big thing. And like, what was I doing? I was sitting here. I'm like, man, we should try to brew up friggin' uh, standard hate bears. Like they got Hushbringer in the format. They got this. Like I'm like, or like they got Lavinia. They got Hushbringer. I'm like, let's just try to do this crap. Like, you know, and it's like, yeah, just try and stop the BS that people are doing. Yeah, like doing dumb crap like that. We have it is it is so much easier to play Magic nowadays and get a lot of reps in, and it is also so much easier to build that stuff than it ever has been. And I don't get it. I don't get how people cannot figure this out. So I actually have a like semi-related tangent to okay. your to your little rant you just gave. Uh, I saw I I've seen mul- multiple multiple people complaining about Teferi. Oh God! They're oh like, Teferi is going to be gone in like four-ish months, right? Yeah. He's just he'll rotate out. He'll be gone. He'll never be a problem again. Yeah. Oh, except well. in, except in other formats. Except okay. in other formats, but yeah. whatever. Right, I know, I'm kidding. But so people are like, "Why don't you just ban him?" You know, he's not doing anything beneficial to the format. Blah 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 blah. And a guy, like one guy, was just so like livid about it. He's just like, "Teferi just single handedly turns off like all these deck building strategies, and you just can't do any of this stuff." And it's just completely, you know, like he just makes it imp- and you makes it so you can't even play Magic. And some guys like, well. Why don't you just play like you know? If you if you have creatures on board, it's really easy to pressure to fairy if they just cast and make it on turn two. And the guy's like, "Well, what if I don't like playing decks like that? You know, like I prefer to play oh, decks." Okay, yeah, right. He's like, "Well, I prefer to play decks like blah blah blah." And the guy's like, "Why don't you just play Mystical Dispute?" You know, Mystical yeah, Dispute right. is a one mana answer to fairy. It's really really easy to hold open a single blue mana to counter right. to fairy, right? Right. And then if if they slip it past that, then you can play more expensive counter spells. Shocking, right? Mm-hmm. And then this leads to the or because the guy's whole complaint is like, there's just no way of interacting with Teferi once he resolves. Yeah, and yeah, so, there is. Like... Yeah, so well, so the guy's like, well, just don't let it resolve, basically. And the guy's yeah. like, well, what if I don't want to play blue? What if I don't want you know? What if I don't want to play blue? So I can't even play these counter spells. Blah 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 blah. And like I'm reading this, I'm like, the like only... at some point you're just literally backing yourself into a corner. It's not even that. The literally the only thing that Teferi turns off in all of Magic, the only thing, mm-hmm. is counter spells. <laughs> yeah. Burn right. Still, like burn spells work, removal spells work, creature combat works. He turns off counter spells. Yep. So please tell me in what universe. Teferi is keeping you from playing magic yeah. when you're someone who doesn't like playing blue. Right? Like, it. it like, like, even. So, even the, the my heroic deck, which revolves around instance. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, the entire deck is like, like the amount of times my opponent has gone, cast Teferi, it's on the stack. I'm like, God's willing protection from blue. It hits, they plus one. I attack Teferi, it dies. Yep. Like, cool. There we are. Done. Three, three mana fog target player discards a card. Yep. <laughs> I mean, fine card, but like not as good as not as good as you think. It's just like the the problem is not like Teferi is a really good card. He is. It is, it is really annoying. The card is really friggin' annoying. I I have 
lost because I literally forgot about the stupid text on playing mono red. Oh, yeah. Where I ch I'm like, Boom. oh, I, I can just kill my opponent here. And instead of attacking them with one of my uh, first strike guys, I attacked him him with all of them. So I never yep. first struck down to fairies, so I couldn't cast Embercleave and put it on my 4-3, yep. making it a 5-power creature and kill yep. him. Like, you know, I messed up. But, like, that could have been anything, too. Like, you yeah. forget, it's like, oh, I forgot they had the, um, uh, you know, the maze card or whatever that, you know, removes a creature from combat and Fs me up or something like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't see, like, they were obviously telegraphing this spell that I didn't see. It's so easy to see that. Like, we've all screwed that thing up, you know? And it's, but it's like, yeah, the card's really annoying. And it's really good. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's really good. But it's not unbeatable. Like, it's the reason. The reason it's unbeatable is because you're doing nothing. <laughs> like that—that's honestly much. what it is. Like, if if they drop to fairy and bounce something, and you have two creatures on the board, you win. Like, <laughs> yep. You know, they they land award you. Yep. Except their land award is going to lose in combat. Yep. No matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's they're just... like sure they're technically not down a card they are up a card. Mm -hmm. But at the same time it's like okay? I don't know. It's I, it, it the card is not as oppressive as people are making it out to be. Like no. it it, it, it doesn't feel good. I will admit that. Like it does not feel good. It does not and, feel good taking away an, interest, an intrinsic part of magic, which is playing cards at instant speed. But, I mean, but like, that's what cards do. That, like, that, that's entirely a thing. Like, it's it's happened before where I've gotten into an argument with someone who they're like, we need Heroes Downfall in the format. I'm like, we have Ruinous Path. They're like, that's not good enough. It's a sorcery. It's like, uh, really? Uh, yeah. Like, like, sure, you don't want to tap out in your control deck, but have it's you like, never yeah. cast a board wipe? Which are almost universally sorcery speed. Like, like really? The thing it's like, I mean, and even like, I always lose against the decks because the, my Murica deck isn't set up to handle it. But it's like the number of times that my opponent's been like Teferi, I'm like, well, shit, untap, you know, uh, murderous rider Teferi, I guess. Like, here we go. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, okay, there we are. Like, it's, it's just, I don't know. It, I don't put any stock in those complaints just because the vast majority of the time is when you boil them down, they're just people complaining because they're sad about something, which has some merit to it. But like when the complaining about being sad is because it's like, oh, this deck that I'm playing right here, I'm sad that I can't adapt is really annoying. Like it, it's just like too bad. Like, you know, you don't hear me sitting around complaining, oh, Teferi is so good. I hate control decks. I can't play murder kill against them. Why is this happening? Like, they should just ban all the cards in those control decks so I can play murder kill. Like, yeah. that's stupid. The problem is not that control decks are too good. The problem is, is that I'm playing a deck that doesn't do well against control decks. Exactly. You know? Whereas it's like, if I play them, uh, uh, heroic, it's like, I don't care. You're like Teferi. I'm like, God's willing. I'm like, uh, attack you for lethal. Like, <laughs> You know, yeah. like, like, oh no, I have to cast all these spells in main phase instead of in my combat. Yeah, set. and you're just like, it, yeah, twelve you. Yeah, twelve you. Good game. It's just I don't know, man. Like, 
I mean, even the number of times where I've done the God's willing thing, or like just like be like, okay, they bounce it, and I'm like, hero or like hero precinct, whatever, and attack you, or not here. Uh, Tentatric Legionnaire, sorry, Tentatric Legionnaire attack your fairy dies, like because it's haste. Just replay it. Yep. The deck that's doesn't care. Like that's what that's one of the best things about that deck is the fact that two thirds of your threats have haste. Yeah. It's just like yeah. get you. Yeah, and uh, it's just. Like, sometimes the pro- like, alright. Dear everyone out there listening, so all, like, one of you. That's you, John. Like, <laughs> like when this stuff starts happening, stop blaming the other person and look at yourself for, like, five friggin' seconds and think about what's going on. Like, just do that. Like, maybe the answer isn't you. Maybe it is too powerful. But most of the time, I think you just need to look at it and be like, one, is this something that... I am doing wrong. Like, like, is this just annoying and I can beat it or whatever? Or am I just playing a deck that should not be in this format? Yep. Or maybe, or maybe you just fold to this one type of deck and you're just like, eh. it is what it is. Like, I mean, that's the path I took with Murder Kill. Obviously, it's not trying to be a super competitive deck, but it's like, you know, like, okay. Like, the number of times that, I, that I've told you, it's like, if my opponent plays, a th- like, there is a period of time where my opponent plays a um, uh, Thought oh, Rager on turn two, I'm just like, concede, and I walk away. I'm like, yep. I just won't be able to beat that, so I'm not going to waste yeah. anyone's time. Like, GG, let's hope this person goes to instead plays a turn two Mandork. Yep. <laughs> like, you know, like, I, that's what I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, sweet, my opponent's playing Amori. Let's do this. Like, <laughs> Which is a better matchup against me than it should be, but um, yeah, okay, all right, rant over. I'll get I'll get off the soapbox and relinquish it to you. Uh. I I I personally enjoyed your rants. <laughs> Normally, it's the other way around, where you just kind of let me just go on these massive tirades, and instead instead I'm just like setting them up for you. I'm like, here you go. You're just like we're just like we're just gonna lob this one up in the air, and you can try to knock it out of the park. <laughs> Uh, but I, I don't know. I've been thinking about that lately, and it's been really bothering me. Like, just I don't know. I don't know. Y'all, y'all's need to put some big boy pants on. No, Fletcher. That everything must change to suit them. Everything else is the problem. Yeah. Okay. It is the kids who are wrong, not me. <laughs> Like, maybe maybe I'm just like also it's just like this is really the problem that you have right now is that Teferi is oppressive in standard yeah. like air quotes Every... oppressive in standard. it's not actually oppressive in standard when like literally the city I'm living in like I had to worry about my house being friggin burned down because I'm like a part of town and they're just having that and I'm working at a friggin hospital and there's a global pandemic. <laughs> like yeah. your problems are not that big sorry okay <laughs> But it's their, it's their escapism, Fletcher. Uh, their escapism should be perfect. I know. I'm sorry. May, may right. I introduce right. you to Halo? I'm a really big fan of playing Halo to chill out. I play Fallout because I just want to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, to be fair, I'm technically also preparing because in Halo, one of the big storylines is a gigantic intergalactic plague that takes over and wipes out everything it touches. So... Fun, fun fact. Um, actually, I, I didn't verify this, but I was looking around somewhere, and I think, uh, just a second. This, this is gonna be fascinating, I'm sure. Uh, so 
in Fallout lore, um, let me just make sure this is actually accurate. Uh, so this this information also is is in Fallout lore. Comes from the design documents for uh, like some of it. It sounds like comes from the design documents for Van Buren. Um, which was the follow game that never came out. So, like, this is like 25 years old. Right. Um, so, the thing that ticked off, the, that kind of ticked off the nuclear war was actually is because the world entered into a global pandemic that was a flu like virus <laughs> um, <laughs> that had that, uh, yeah, a virulent plague that's led through, um, led to the first ever national quarantine. <laughs> And um, uh, it was basically, yeah, a flu-like virus that kind of caused a bunch of that, bunch of stuff like that, and caused a bunch of problems with the government and everything that eventually caused a global nuclear situation. So, not saying, just saying. That was written 25 years ago for the Laura Fallout, also. You just can't make this shit up. The only thing is that we're like 50 years ahead of time on the timeline. But, yeah, well, I um, mean, you know, we, we advance very quickly as a, as a society. Yeah, everybody thought we'd have flying cars in 2020, I guess. So. Yeah. All right, but magic. Magic. <laughs> Ooh, all right, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut for a little bit because I've kind of <laughs> gone off the friggin' deep end. Uh, Fires of Invention is also banned. <laughs> Yeah, that card yeah. was annoying, but it's like I don't know, whatever. You see, the card was annoying, but the fact that it effectively doubled your mana and was free, like it is, yeah. it is both a more and less restrictive um, wilderness reclamation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like wilderness reclamation is only good with instants, i.e., something like Nexus of Faith. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, that card is a problem. Man, I can't wait till I get to put that in my commander deck. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna make everyone hate their life. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> gonna love it. Alright. Um But Wilderness Reclamation is basically with that, and then like the random cheese you out expansion explosion, which like, sure, your opponent fireballed you to death. Are you really allowed to complain about that? I mean, <laughs> I just lost to that before we started playing here, and it's like I was playing Murder Kill, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's another deck you can probably never beat, but you never know. <laughs> Pretty much, like I basically have to like draw everything perfectly. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, so in my opinion, this this card is probably more worthy of a ban than anything because it really does circumvent mana restrictions. It does. This card single-handedly makes the tax on all companions irrelevant. Yeah. Like right. if you ju- if you just wanted to be like fires of adventure, mm-hmm. get my Orion, cast my Orion. You could. Yeah. Yep. It's like this. You needed to ban this, or you needed to ban Orion, because mm-hmm. Orion was the best agent of treasury deck. And I'm not, that's not necessarily, like, obviously Agent of Treasury is gone, right? Oh, yeah, I know. Like, Orion still has so much blink-based value in it, it could just easily get out of hand with something like Fires of Invention. So I do think that banning Fires of Invention is good. Because even the Karuga version of Fires, which is, okay, I'm just going to buy my Karuga now. You know, there's nothing you can do to stop me. 
and then I'm going to cast it because I already have all this extra mana I'm doing nothing with. Um, I personally was of the opinion that Fires of Invention was a perfectly reasonable deck up until this particular iteration of Standard. I had no problem with it before mm -hmm. this, but formats change. You know, new things happen. <laughs> So I just want to say, like, randomly, um, one of the top posts on the Magic subreddit right now is on the, the spoiler thread for Urion. Um, okay. And the top comment was, uh, guess that's never going to be a companion. <laughs> Man. Urion single-handedly made everyone in the world realize that, you know what? 60 cards is not gospel. Right. Which is a good thing in a weird way. I think it is a great thing. I like. I like that it actually like some of this stuff really made people stop and question their preconceived notions of like these things that we do in magic. Yes, like, you know, and and that that in and of itself is a good thing. Some of them you stop and you question, and you're like, "Is this good enough?" And you're, you you end up with the answer of no, you know, and that's fine. But like, you know, if like two years ago, if somebody was like, yeah, there's going to be a card that asks you to play, you know, 20 extra cards in your deck and it's going to be a staple. People would be like, get out, shut yeah. up. Like <laughs> it's going to have a flicker wisp effect on it. Yeah. And it has a flicker wisp effect on it. It's like not even that good. Like, <laughs> like honestly, my biggest complaint about your Ryan is that it's unplayable in commander. You can't play a 120 card commander deck. You're not allowed to play more oh, yeah. than, than 99. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. like, that is my only real complaint about Urian. It's like Urian that's is a sort of sweet... like I have that complaint about Commander though because I'm just kind of like whatever. That's the like, fact that really... Commander is a uh, hard lock hundred, not hundred yeah, minimum. I, I don't, I don't like it. Commander would be like the perfect format for some stupid Battle of Witch shenanigans, <laughs> right? That or Legacy, <laughs> Legacy Battle of Witch is actually kind of dope. I mean, it's actually I, I, a thing. I mean. Has... <laughs> I I know. <laughs> it's only playable on Magic Online because Battle of Wits. But uh, it's cool. <laughs> well, guess what legacy deck I'm making now, kids? <laughs> Challenge accepted. You're going to have to buy a couple more dual lands. Oh, maybe I will. It is sweet, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. All right. Okay. Well, those those are the banned and restricted announcements and it rants about why everyone is stupid. It was kind of a tear. Um, I, <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I kind of went a little... I'm just glad it was you for once. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, it's... Like... We've said this on... We've said this a hundred times before. People but just need to nut up and start solving problems. Like, yes. And I just. We have. <laughs> I feel like right now, and, and maybe this is just overall in general, like humanity, but I think it pertains to magic too. Like, we have so much information out there right now, good information. Like, ex like with magic, like all these decks and everything, like. You know, and strategies and discussions and everything, but I, we we do not understand how to use that information. And like, I feel as a society, we just haven't got to the point where we have the capacity to understand information like that. Like, 
I don't know. And I think we're, I think we're really seeing that right now. Like there's just so much out there where we could really pick things apart and find solutions to these problems with uh, the, these problems with decks and figure out how to target things in the scope of the format, not just be like, Oh, I'm going to make my anti fires deck that folds to everything else. Like, yep. I think people could figure stuff out to, to attack things in a different way. And like, I just don't think we have the capacity to be able to handle that information. Like part, like, and the weird thing is, is I think it is very conflicting. Like, I think it is the exact opposite problems working together to, to make it not work for us. I think on one hand, we're too, too emotional about how things, how these things affect us and not looking at data. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I feel like we spend too much time looking at data <laughs> and not realizing that you have to play out games of magic. Like, I don't know. It It's really weird. I feel like there's these two things like butting heads where if you take the data and just parse it out into something, I feel like you have problems there because the logical solution is play the best deck. Yep. But if you play stuff based purely on emotion, like fires an agent feel bad and you just and like Winona and Teferi they all just feel bad and you're just like well I'm done you know and then you just join the crowd and play those because it feels better than feeling bad because that you got hit by those like it's trying to figure out the middle ground of everything here I feel like and figuring out what is the like how do I take the information I know and combine it with a good experience for me and just accept that hey i got to get lucky like <laughs> you know i don't know maybe and uh, i'm not a professional magic player man i'm just some dude on the internet who like probably barely if if i do has a even win record like it's i don't i don't know i got yeah that's all i got man i don't even have a i don't even have a complete thought on it <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you are just as qualified to talk about these, you know, the situations in Standard and Magic in general as 99% of the people who do. Yeah, I suppose. Because everyone thinks that they're entitled to an opinion and their opinion is, is the right one. I mean, most everybody has an opinion. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. I guess that's just that's just mine here, and everybody, you know, is just gonna be just like me and be like, "Well, that's your opinion, man." And I don't know. Uh, there's something to be said that your opinion is try and adapt and overcome, and their opinion is just get rid of it. Yeah, like I don't know. And I feel like there's some ground in between where it's like, like you have to recognize what needs to be thrown out and what needs to be fixed, like. Like, I mean, honestly, for as for as much as it is, it's like, I don't mind Agent of Treachery going away. And I don't yeah. mind fires going away because guess what? They do feel awful. Like, yeah, like when when it, they're when they're going, it feels like it feels bad and it's just like this sucks. Like, like Agent of Treachery is a seven mana two three with a really good ETB ability. Yeah. But that wasn't the problem. No. But honestly, if I had to sacrifice a card, that's the one I'd pick. 
Yeah. Like, I think the formats are more fun having Winota in the format and having Luca in the format, you know? And, like, people, I don't know. I've played against um, Teferi in a bunch of formats and stuff. And it's like, dude, just shut up. Like, yeah. just shut up. Like, I get it. It's good. But, like, realistically, it's still pretty much a three-mana do nothing planeswalker for the most part like in some ways like yep it's it's a three it's a three mana unsummon you know <laughs> i don't i don't know what to say about that like yeah i know that's a, a gross oversimplification but if you're playing in a format where you have to where you take into account something like teferi it is a three mana unsummon mm-hmm yeah, like, like I've said it before, you know, like I tend to play mono red, or my my two decks that I most commonly play on the ladder are mono red and mono blue, and both mm-hmm. of them are like Teferi is a magic card. I don't really care. Yeah, and I mean, like most of the decks that I play, I've been kind of dealing with that too. Yeah. Like that, unfortunately, like the one deck that really took a hit from the companion change is going to be that. Um, Enchantment Creatures Luris deck. Yeah. Which, which is unfortunate. Which was that de- a fun deck. That deck was cool. That deck um, was actually sweet. Yeah, that deck was sweet. I don't know if it was good, but like, you know, one of the things I think as far as adapting to the format, which maybe people need to think about, is like a lot of my decks are playing protection effects. Yep. Like I'm playing like God's Willing, I'm playing Alcyid, like you know, and, and I'm paying attention to these things. It's like, well, my apparent my opponent may be playing this card. You know, and when the Teferi comes in, I'm not just like, oh, let the Teferi resolve bounce my dude. A lot of times I'm like, give it protection, mm-hmm. you know. And like the times that the Teferi gets under your protection spells and, mm-hmm. you know, does what it's supposed to. And it's it's like, you know, secretly kind of backbreaking. Oh, no, the card actually did what it's supposed to do. The yeah. card wasn't garbage. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, and it and that's fine. Like, you know, obviously the Teferi is way better late in the game. But yeah. Like when they can just be like Teferi, and I even if I'm like protection, they're like plus one it. Yeah. You know, and then they're just like wrath you or something like later on. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. I've said a lot of stuff about what I think about the card. So I don't think that needs to be said anymore. Uh... All right. Yep. Can I point out something that's kind of stupid? Hmm. When you click on the the list of all abandoned restricted cards by format is here link. There's no historic ban list. That's because historic doesn't matter. Like there are cards banned in historic, right? Oh yeah, there are. There's no historic ban lists. Uh, maybe they just don't have that. It should, because <laughs> it literally says all cards banned. That's so like. I'm like, what is Bandit Historic right now? I don't actually know. <laughs> Let's see here. Historic Band Listy. I don't know. I was able to find it on Aetherhub. <laughs> Yo, you. Basically, yeah, I wanted... So the, so the band list for Historic right now is Agent of Treachery, Fires of Invention, Oko, Once Upon a Time, and Veil of Summer. All right, so I was right. 
you can technically still play Nexus of Fate in Historic. Yes, you can. Which is another, like people are also complaining about. Uh, Winota is actually a really, really big deck in Historic right now. Yeah, huge. She doesn't play Agents of Treachery. Yep. She plays. Hangrath's uh, Marauders. Marauders, yeah. Which, it's, who knew what that card was before this, right? Yeah. <laughs> and ev- everyone's like, oh, this card's, you know, it doesn't even play Agent. It's still too good. It's like, would you rather have people be doing Nexus of Fate BS? Yeah, I mean, like, that's how you get Nexus of Fate BS. Like, Winota, as I've said before, she plays the battlefield, requires you to actually, like, play out creatures, and is weak to removal and board wipes. Yeah. Like, you know Nexus what I would, you know what I would really love? That I would love the um, uh, Winota trigger to have them attack me and be like, settle the record? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks? Thanks? Although she's... It. Technically, I think those lists can like turn three without us. So. Yeah, they can. They can turn three, but like, like I mean, like least... also like you, just because you can do something doesn't mean you always do something, yeah. even though it feels like they always do something. But... And the thing, at least that Winota deck's just killing you instead of stealing your shit. Yeah. Yeah, it might suck to just lose the game on turn four. It's better than your opponent effectively making you lose the game on turn four because suddenly they both stone rained and rampant growthed. Because that feels bad, man. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, did I disconnect? Because you just stopped talking. No, I'm just I'm just sitting here. I'm sick. I'm sick of other people's shit. Is what it is. That's all. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. If, if nothing else, the really cool thing is is M21's coming up here, and so far with the spoilers, it's looking pretty sweet. So I'm it I'm pumped to do the set dope. review for that. I dope as shit. This this might be another one of those set reviews. Where it's like we might just have to talk about every single card. Uh, pretty close, man. Like I. Like, we might already have some 10 of 10s, which is good, because the last set we did not have any. <laughs> no, we were scrounging, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. My qual- like, and, my... and it's not that the set wasn't sweet. No. Like, I've enjoyed was... Ikoria, but, like, man. I don't know. I personally think Ikoria is good for magic. I, liked, I like Ikoria, personally. Like... In gen, just overall, in general, like uh, it's unfortunate that like none of the cards fit in decks I want to play right now. But like, uh-huh. it introduced a competitive, a really cheap competitive deck to people that could play. That it, that, that I don't care what people play. Think that card, that deck is not too good or unbeatable. I've heard people just bitch about it like crazy. And like, if you know what that deck's trying to do at all, it's like I ha- I have outraced that deck easy with heroic multiple times. Yeah. They, like, need to have Zenith Flare to even have a chance of winning the race. Yeah, and, and like, I know with that deck, the second I resolve a Staggering Insight, it's over for them. That is yeah. it. They are done. Like, yeah, that and Red, whenever they resolve that Staggering Insight and attack with it, it's just like, alright, hope you had a fun game here. Yeah. This is my Baneslayer Angel. It's going to get bigger every turn. Yep. <laughs> Soon my... you'll be able to play actual Baneslayer Angel. <laughs> I don't know if I will, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, things are happening at least. So good-looking things at least. So we'll see. 
see how I'm we excited. How go here. But yep. All right. Cool. You want to wrap this one up then? I think so. All right. Enough of my hate and, hate and screaming, I guess. But all right. If you want to um, uh, shoot us some feedback, you can send an email to thelocometa at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at thelocometapc. Come to thelocometa.com. Uh, say hi, you can say hi in the Discord. Links at the site. Check out all of our previous episodes and fun stuff like that. Um, you can also watch us stream video games. Yep, we actually have been streaming on our Discord quite a bit, just because that's just where we are and things. We'll just pop it up yeah. in chat, and it's basically yeah. free. It's like hey. yeah, so we're just like doing it. But I don't know if I'm uh, if people want to see us stream Magic or something like on Twitch or whatever, they can you can put money into the Patreon. I think that's a, a goal eventually or whatever. But um, yeah, so cool. That's that's what we have. John, you have any anything else to put in before we wrap this one up? Ember Cleave's a good magic card. It is. Always, always block. <laughs> always block, still die. Yep, always block, still <laughs> die. Does that give trample? Oh, yes. That card's stupid, man. <laughs> like, I wish there was a way I could reasonably play that in Heroic, but... God, I wish I had Teamer Battle Rage. I know. It'd oh, be so God. good. That would be so good. It's great, but all right, cool. On that note, we will catch you next time. See ya.